Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Pulse Podcast here on Heart of Ohio Sports. We got a packed house once again this week, and thanks for tuning in here on uh, Heart of Ohio Sports. Make sure you share the video. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. So uh, make sure you do us a favor, share the video. Let's introduce our guests first. We have a couple of special guests joining us this week. Eric, do you want to do do the do the honors and uh, introduce who you brought with us? Sure. First, we got uh, from from Level Up. We got the manager and assistant manager, or yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, manager Jason Sugar. Hello. We got assistant manager. I come terrible Sarah with names. Bryant. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Bryant. Bryant. That's why assistant I handed manager. it off to you because I'm like <laughs> terrible. I forgot names. to get her name before the broadcast started. So uh, Eric, go ahead. Take it from here. <laughs> That's how you uh, pass off that. You know. Yeah. Eric's like thanks. Yeah, and I'm Asshole. terrible with names. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming on with us this week. We appreciate your uh, appearance on the podcast. No problem. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, so what brings you guys on this week? Um, Well, um, we heard about the Miles for Mutts uh, thing, you know, Eric has been doing. And uh, we also donated for the Madden tournament that you had. And found out that the the winner actually donated all of his gift cards to that. (laughs) Dude, yeah. Tyler's yeah. Awesome. pretty awesome. That was awesome. We really appreciate that. And since it's for the Humane Society and donating, we're huge uh, animal people. So, um, so what we wanted to do is do something special. So, well, I remember when I first started going to Level Up back when you guys were on what Market Street yep. back in the day. When I first started going there, there was a dog in there literally every day. Thank oh, you yeah. for bringing that up. We were going right? to that. Socks. So, like, Socks oh, yeah. was, he was the, basically the store mascot. That was he Tom's was. dog, right? Yep, yeah. and now he's actually, we got, he's in our logo now, and also he's, uh, if you walk into our store, he's the duck hunt dog behind the yeah. counter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why we're animal friendly in there, too. So, exactly. we, we got dogs, level up some more, we're, you know, bring them on in. As long as you clean up their mess, I don't that's care. That's really cool. That's, <laughs> so. that's awesome. So let's talk about, so what are you guys doing this week? You're actually, so he donated the gift cards, but I heard you guys kind of talking about some things off the air about possibly helping out with a little bit more. What's what's that, what's that about? Okay, so what we're doing is we're going to match the top donation for, uh, what is it, two two picks, right? Yeah, so we're, we're we got the $100 gift card. We figured... Uh, to split that up into two different gifts, so or two different uh, winners, so we can draw two different names tonight to, to win fifty dollars gift cards each. Um, and I was told that he wanted to match whatever the highest donation was that came in uh, for the weekend. And when Dude. we got here tonight, he said, "Well, you got two winners, right?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, then I want the top two donations. Mm, I want to match." That is awesome. This is why I love living in this community because there's so many great community-minded. People like yourself, Jason, that just want to help. When you see something awesome like what Eric's been doing, which, I mean, dude, kudos. You're doing absolutely awesome with what you've been doing. But, like, seriously, when you see something like this, you want to get involved. That's why it's really cool to be be a part of this community because we, along your journey, Eric, we've encountered so many just amazing people in this community that want to help in any way that they can. And we really appreciate you guys coming on with us this weekend, helping out again. That's no problem. I mean, it's, uh, we're, it's, it's a huge in part to like, to help us get that money and, and keep us profitable. I got, we got a really good crew there. Of course, starts with Sarah and, and then, uh, our other two guys are our backbone, man. It's, uh, 
you know, thank God I can rely on people to where we can be profitable and be able to actually donate and give away gift cards or we gave away a 360 yesterday in a challenge. So, That's so cool. Um, yeah. Also, I was talking to Eric about possibly donating again to maybe earn a little bit more money. So, Well, I know we were talking about doing a NBA Jam tournament. Dude, That's that our next so tournament that we want to do. I'm not we might need it. to collaborate on that one as far as the hard, the actual you know, way to actually play the game because we literally only have an SNES Classic. So we might need to figure something out logistics-wise for that. Let me see what I can do. But uh, I know I have, that's I one thing that NBA I love about your store. I Nintendo, dude. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, the I've one thing I love SNES, about your store, so. man, is you have so many different systems. It's not just the new ones. It's not just the ones everybody's playing on now. You go all the way back to the NES. You've got Game yeah. Boy games in there. You've got the original stuff. You know, retro, if you want to call it that. I mean, we got Atari. Uh, it makes me feel old, but yeah. Yeah, we got Atari too, man. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. Yeah. It's so cool to see all the different genres of gaming, and I'm you have it all. It separated into each genre, into each, you know, different segment of era of gaming, if you will. But it's really cool to go into the store and actually just take a trip down memory lane and see oh, yeah. some of the old games that you used to play. For the NES, the SNES, the 64, yeah. Segas, all the stuff. I mean, it's even got Dreamcast stuff in there. Like yeah, that's the Dreamcast. cool stuff. Like I, I'm, I was a huge Dreamcast guy when it first came out. I was one of the first ones to get one during that Christmas season. So like, there's a lot of nostalgia things. When I walk into that store, I see certain things. I'm like, it just hits a certain like, you know, nostalgic button for me. So well, dude, I remember you coming in, and now your uh, your sons are carrying on the torch. Your that's oldest right. is our champ. That's what we call him, the champ, because he comes in just wrecks all of our challenges. So, you know, Bailey, a huge shout out to you. Um, but you used to come in, dude, and like again, I remember when I first started, and what really made me want to be part of Level Up is that the owner took a whole week's profit around Christmas time and donated all of the profits for that whole week to a food bank here in town. I think I remember. So, that. like, he did that. Um, Tom's all about giving. He's all about peace. He's just a really yeah good dude so like it makes like we're just proud to work for him you know and and you yeah. and i've worked together on different projects before like the music and art festival remember when we when we did the video game tent together we were talking about i mean that. Yeah. how cool was that we were part of the you know the original obviously music and art festival started in 2012 but like 2013 and 14 i think were the two years that we partnered together where you had an actual tent all to yourself. We had video games set up at a music and art festival. It was awesome. So kids Dude, that guys, were like, eh, that, why am I here? Mom, why'd you drag me to this music and art festival? All of a sudden, they're over there and they're like, wait, okay, I'll play games. You have fun, Mom. Go ahead. <laughs> Enjoy your art. I'm, I'm here. You know, like it was, it was a different element of the festival, but it was really cool to partner with you guys on It was that. a lot of fun. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> For sure. So uh, let's talk about... Or let's actually let's just dive into it. We got this drawing to to do, and I'm sure everybody else is like, "Why are you still talking?" <laughs> Hit the spin button, spin a rooski. Let's let's get it spinning. So, so uh, we're giving away two giveaways, right, Eric? Yep. We got two fifty dollar gift cards to give away to level up. We had eleven entries this week. Um, we had eighty five dollars in donations, but we had a twenty five dollar and a twenty dollar donation. So level up has agreed to donate. An extra $45 to the cause. Nice. Um, that brings us to $130 raised for the weekend for the Level Up giveaway. Very nice. And brings our total for the, where, where are we at, nine weeks now? Yeah. Are we at nine weeks or is this eight? This is nine. This is this, week this nine. Week I'm nine starting 
Yeah, I'm starting week. Yeah, no. Starting week Starting nine. week 10. Starting so the, week 10. So this is our ninth giveaway that we've done. All right. Done. All right. Um, so in those nine weeks, $2,350 donated to the Humane Society. Oh, that's so awesome, man. We're rolling still, guys. That's a lot that's of help awesome. for the puppies and kitties. Yep. And we've got so much stuff coming up. I, I, I'm... I'm excited to say something, but I'm not going to say it yet. So uh, big, big stuff coming up. But I, I think we're going to we're going to end we're going to end this uh, fundraiser with a bang. I think it's going to nice, be fun. nice. Nice. So, I'm very excited as well. I, what you're talking about. Yeah, that, that's got me pretty pumped as well. But we'll we'll just keep our lips sealed yep. for now. Let's put a pin in that. Now, let's uh, let's get to this drawing giveaway. Uh, first. We have one for uh, fifty dollars worth of Level Up gift cards. Yep. So we'll spin this. We got the wheel. We got all the names on here. We got 11, 11 entries in here. We're gonna draw two names. Oh, I see uh, a, a Madden tournament participant there, Doug Graham. I remember him. Yeah, he was the first entry in. Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, there's Ryan too. Is that Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. There's yep. another Madden. And Ryan tournament. was the last one in mm, with two minutes Ryan, before yeah. the drawing. So. Ryan does that every week. I know. Sir, I, I feel like he's like right before it's a strategy. <laughs> He likes to get that last spot in there. All right. So, without further ado, win on number one. And that looks like it's going to be Mandy Heilman. Mandy! That's Ma awesome. Mandy's in every week, too. That's cool. Congratulations. So, yeah. Congratulations, Mandy. And we grew up with Mandy and her. Uh, Brother and sister. Yeah. She's cool people. Known her right. since about 20 years old. About 20 years now I've known Mandy. Oh, Ryan's uh -oh. going to sneak in Ryan. there. Ryan's going to sneak Come in there and get him that $50 no. gift card. Well, that's cool. Ryan can buy one of the Super Nintendo's we need right for there. the uh, yeah. NBA jam. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan has the emulator, too, so he's got all he needs for there that. There we go. There we go. Congrats, Ryan, dude. There we go. So we got Mandy Heilman, Ryan Hinkey. Winners tonight. Yes. Well done. So just a couple more questions for you guys before we yeah, go. What's up, man? Just about Level Up in general. So you guys have been in Tiffin now for, what, almost two decades? Yeah, I, I uh, want to say like 15 years, maybe? I think so. 15, 16 years. Because I started in 09, dude. 09. Yeah, I started in 09. I took like a wow. couple year hiatus. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I remember getting Madden. You got your DJ business off the ground? There yes. Something. Yes. Um, actually, I was going to say um, T Town DJ is going to match our contribution as well. Oh, so, what? Actually, I'm just going to, T Town DJ will throw like 50 bucks in. As what? Well. Yeah, man. So, I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. So there you go. There's, there's. I mean, that's not exactly free advertising. There's a little shout out for your. Uh, oh no, no, it's okay, so. man. My, that's, my truck's free advertisement, man. So I just like that yeah, but you get a write off for that, so. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so yeah. uh, once again, thank you guys for coming on with us. Appreciate your time. No problem. Um, any shout outs you want to give? Yeah. Um, I'd just like to say, you know, thank you to. To everybody, thank you guys for having us oh, on, dude. That's awesome, Greggy. I love dude, it. Dude, way man. to go! I, I love it. it. Now we're sitting in level <laughs> we're up. At the store we're, now, we're, like, man. we're in the front window, right? He's doing it from the store. <laughs> yeah, can I help you? <laughs> you got to trade him. Um, yeah, I just want to say like thank you guys for having us on, and uh, um, we're also having another Smash tournament coming up. Yeah, here Bailey's soon. gonna have another chance, dude. Oh. Bailey is the is like I said, he's our champ, the reigning Smash Bros. No joke, champ. I kind of want to. 
Like he needs a rocky kind of cape to be put on. And we just follow him <laughs> just in or like, something. He's dude. got some theme music when he walks in the door. Dun, 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 and MST dun. might be um, the, the food sponsor, actually. What? Yeah, so hoping. he can be powered by chicken chunks? Dude, Bailey, dude. He walked by today and waved at us. I was like, there's a champ. That's the champ. The champ is here! I was even calling him the champ when he, like, because he took runner-up, which, dude, he beasted all the way back up. But... He took runner-up. He's still the champ, dude. I don't it, care. Dude. That blew me away that, you know, he gets beat in the first game that he plays. Against, and I hardly ever see Bailey get beat at Smash Bros. Against ever. the dude that then, he had to play yeah, against again. That's yeah. the crazy part is he gets beat first game and then goes into the consolation bracket, beats everybody else in the entire yeah, tournament to get back to the championship where he has to play the kid that beat him in the first game. Yeah. And I think that kind of got into his head a little bit. I think, I think he too. was just kind of like, ah. Dude, he's so good. But to yeah. you, they were, uh, the esports guys were all after him, man. He was, well, they're like literally, they, they made him take some steps in his life that I, even I couldn't get him to take. That's awesome, dude. Because he now, has his, he now has an ID for the first time. Like literally, it, it has motivated him to take some steps in his life. He's actually going to go through with this. I think he's going to go dude, through the team. That's great. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's really excited about it, and I'm I'm actually really proud of all the things. Well, that dude, he's done you did a hell of a job weeks, raising so. him, dude. He's such a good kid. Very good kid. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very proud are, to be man. his be yeah. his dad for sure. Um, but no, I, I'm excited. So you got the Smash Bros. tournament coming up. Anything yes. else you guys got coming up? Um, not really, not a whole lot or anything. We're gonna be doing like special giveaways. We got another three sixty to give away. But you guys always um, have the coolest deal. You go in there and they have like a lot of used items. Okay, they yes. take in trades. So if you have something you want to trade in, take it in there. But they have this cool deal where you go in there and any of their used items in the entire store. Buy three, uh, get one free. Yep. Yeah, forty nine dollars yeah. and under. Yep. Forty nine dollars and under. Yeah, so there you go. Giving away like all the rare stuff, <laughs> real cool. Real yeah, quick. buy an Xbox, get an Xbox for free. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> and it's not like here. it's um, the lowest priced item either. It's, yeah. Uh, we essentially twenty five percent off of your entire order. That's really cool. So if you walk in there, you get four four things that are like. Right around 45 bucks, you're going to get one of those things for free. And we yeah. do oh, movies really cool. and skateboards as well, and we got a permanent sale right now where it's $5 and under Blu-rays and DVDs or buy one, get one free, dude. That's another so, cool thing about your guys' store is you guys have the skateboard selection. And Tom skates some damn things, dude. I can't. Honestly, it rivals any skate store in this area. I mean, for a video game store, it's kind of tucked away back in the corner. But I will say that you guys do a phenomenal job of carrying some of the top quality products that mm -hmm. skateboarders are looking for. So if you're out there, you're a skateboarder, you're watching this, you're looking for a good place to find a good board or any trucks, deck, any of that kind of stuff, go check out Level Up. Stop they have the top I'll, quality selection you're looking for. I'll be picking it out, but I ain't testing it for you. <laughs> <laughs> if I fall, I'm breaking something. No, all right, all right, fair <laughs> enough. All right, well, hey, once again, thank you guys for coming on with us. Appreciate thank your you time. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you for... Everything you've done for for Miles for Mutts and yes, I'm, I was blown away with the T Town DJ and I want to throw out a shout out to T Town DJ because you're not going to find a better DJ in this area. Thank you. And you're not going to find it, a better price in this area either. This dude will hook you up and he will take care of you. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. There you go. So once again, huge shout out to Level Up and T Town DJ for their contributions this week for the Miles for Mutts fundraiser and uh over twenty three hundred dollars now yep that's so awesome oh, we're yeah. still going though we still got about what seven more weeks six more weeks don't do this to me man we got five six weeks more, left five more we five, five more weeks left. don't do this <laughs> five more weeks <laughs>
That's less than a month and a half, Eric. Yep. Are you ready? Yep. Mentally? Well, thank you for doing yep. all you do, man. Like, to, to, to put this on, to be able to help them. Because, like, how many, like, amazing dogs and, and animals get that they can't take care of anymore and have to be taken care of? You know, that's yeah. it, like they no joke. They got so I'm, many out there right now, too. I'm all about supporting that, dude. They, they didn't do that. They didn't. They didn't choose to be out there you know what i'm saying a lot of people just use animals as like they use animals unfortunately as just items and to like to us they're family members man so yeah i'm sorry no my childhood cat came from the tiffin humane society so i had him for i think he was 15 years old so that's they've got a lot of cats out there too right now they're pushing their cats and i mean obviously i'm not pushing the cats because I ain't taking them for runs or anything, but they've got, they've got <laughs> so you don't want to put a cat on a leash take it out for a run, Eric? Yeah, man. But, Just yeah, get one of them backpacks so the cats can hang in, dude. <laughs> and then, with a little, little, like, little bubble window. window. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's so good. My cat will hate it all the way through while you're running. <laughs> yeah. I just see it running out as I open the bag. Like, yeah, I get the hell out of here. <laughs> he what the hell was that? Fluffy enjoyed his run. Let me just say that. Uh-huh. He was clawing all the way through it. I can feel his claws in my back. If anybody's interested in Fluffy, maybe don't take him for runs. Yeah, just uh, wait till he calms down and come down and adopt this poor little guy. I want to watch that segment, though. <laughs> Dude. Dude. It needs gets, to be a thing. I want to, yeah, I want somebody to videotape that bubble backpack right? thing, dude. Uh, all right, guys. Well, I appreciate you coming on once thank again. You, man. Yeah, no Thanks problem. again for your time. All right, we're going to step aside, take a quick time out, but when we come back, we've got a taste test segment coming up. We have uh, some special items from Freeze Dried Ohio that we're going to sample on the broadcast, including a new item she just debuted recently. If, so, if that's what I think it is, it is what you did. Oh, it is. man. Yes. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back after this. You're watching Heart of Ohio Sports.
All right, and we're back here on the Pulse Podcast. Nate Mullins, Eric Hall, and we are joined now by the one, the only, over-unders own What's going Aaron on, guys? Steyer. How we doing? Pretty good, man. How about you? I'm doing wonderful, man. Thanks for coming on with us this week. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a minute since I made a Pulse appearance, so it was yeah. due. It, we're a little bit due, yeah, for sure. It was sure. due. But, uh... So we got a lot to talk about here tonight. Now we've got some uh, tasty stuff to sample here from freeze dried Ohio. We can get into that anytime we want. I mean, if we want to dive right in, we can do that. But I got some stuff I wanted to talk about. I mean, there's a lot going on in the sports world right oh, yeah. now. Mm-hmm. March Madness. Oh yeah, we got you know Final Four time. Now, I mean, baby. NBA playoffs are just around the corner. Oh yeah, I think there's less than. Eight games left of the regular season. For Opening most teams. day this week, man. Opening day, Major League Baseball this yep. week, this Thursday. A lot of stuff going got on. XFL on TV right and, now. And uh, the Buckeye girls, they're playing for a Final Four spot tonight at 9 o'clock. Yes. In the Elite Eight right now. They play about to tip off right now. Right now. Uh, yeah, what are we doing so watching XFL? They just beat UConn <laughs> to get here, too. So. Yeah. They're, that's the first time they've they're been out a run. Of the, They're making a run, yeah. The first time UConn hasn't been to the Elite Eight. I mean, in a lot of years. <laughs> a lot of years. That's yeah. so crazy. That's For crazy sure. to me. I honestly, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I didn't write off the Ohio State girls team, but like when, when they said they were going up against UConn, I'm like, okay, well, this is where their run mm-hmm. comes to an end. I mean, it, it, they had a nice before, run. It was nice. Before that fun. game, they took off the Tar Heels in North Carolina. Yeah, so they've had yeah. Some, they haven't now had an easy route. Nah, not one bit through the tournament either. Well, they got the number one seed tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Virginia Tech's a two seed. They might be the one seed. But yeah, they're I'm the two seed. Sure they'll have they the one seed one. waiting for them on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, we Virgi- have a, de- a special delivery? Virginia Tech is the Wait one Wait a seed. second. You really brought us whiskey? That's all good. Oh, my God. <laughs> National Whiskey and this Day is a or International Whiskey Day. National Whiskey Day. Would you look at this cup? Oh, yeah, that's from I the mean, stadium. Oh, wow. Yeah, Santa, Very nice. Santa was making... Uh, Thank you so much. Santa was making Irish hot, co- co- or hot chocolate in those at the game. Yes. What? <laughs> yeah, the Christmas, Christmas Day game. Well, I dressed up as your in your Santa suit. Had, had, a little, had a little bit of whiskey in my pocket there, and we were making some hot chocolate in there. Ooh, okay. Whiskey and hot chocolate? Is that a good combo? It worked. It, it worked. worked. It'll keep you warm, I'll tell you that. It works. When it's negative 20 out, you do what you need to do. Mm. <laughs> it's a little strong. Mm-mm. She knows how to make them. No, that's like perfect. That's on. Like, that is really good. That's a bartender's perfect drink right there. I like that. Very well done. No, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, happy International Whiskey Day, everybody. I was, yeah, studying whiskey like the good Lord intended. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I had enough of it Friday night at our live Viaduct show. Let me tell you, I'm still recovering. <laughs> here, here on Monday, I'm still recovering from that. So, so with that, while I have you here, what's your uh, whiskey of choice? J-Mo, let's go. Yep. That's what I'm talking that's what about. You're drinking right that's now. what I'm talking about. Uh, well, I mean, that's why it's going down so smooth. <laughs> One part of my heritage I'm so very proud of. <laughs> <laughs> now that was the that was part of the reason for the Boston trip, right? I mean, yeah, that's cool. For the St. Patty's Day Boston trip. I really thought that was awesome. Like, I by the way. I didn't know today was International Whiskey Day until Jameson emailed me. And I, <laughs> <laughs> Those are the emails that I am looking forward to, right? Oh, my God. Thank you, It's all a one-sided conversation, isn't it? Nobody can hear what she's saying, can they? No, they can't. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Nobody can hear anything that you're saying. So, Can you? Okay. Well, at least they hear a little bit of it. But 
Really, thank you so much. You're Appreciate welcome. that. And once again, this is for National Whiskey Day. How about it? Usually I'm not much of a drinker, but this is uh, really hitting the spot right now. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. Thank you. Same here. Thank you very much. Um, maybe you'll uh, get to sample some of this stuff. This is uh, some yummy goodies from freeze-dried Ohio. So we have some freeze-dried candy, freeze-dried Skittles. Uh, looks like all kinds of yummy goodness in here. Um, she was supposed to send me a list of everything that she sent in the sample pack, but I don't think she ever did. So let me uh, see. I know what that is, and I want it. Peach rings? Yes, yeah. there are peach rings in there <laughs> for sure. dried peach rings. Uh, absolutely. But yeah, this is from Freeze Dried Ohio. Mary Franks, she's running for mayor, actually. Um, she had, she's started this business and um, has done a phenomenal job with it. She's got her stuff in just about every store. Every little mom and pop store that you can think of in Tiffin has these uh, freeze dried Skittles hanging up somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're so, so good. We've been eating on them yeah. for a while here yeah. in the studio. Oh, yeah. They're kind of like a little... It's we always have them on hand usually here somewhere. Studio snack, if you will. Yeah, it's <laughs> studio snack. I like that. Since the studio's been here, I've remembered free dry skittle being in here. Yes. So. so, guys, what do you think? You want to get into this freeze dried Ohio stuff? We've been talking about it. Let's just let's jump ride. right in. Let's dive yeah. right in. So she first. Let's kind of segue into this with what brought me to the subject. So, um, I saw a post from her that she's debuting a new item, and I was like, ooh. I love peach rings. Mm-hmm. Me too. These are freeze-dried peach rings. Now, I don't know if you've tried any of the other freeze-dried candy, but usually anything mm -hmm. that's gummy has almost like a cotton candy consistency when you freeze-dry it. Yep. Where it basically just kind of melts in your mouth and crumbles away into nothing. It's delicious. I don't know. It's like... They're addicting, usually. Like these uh, these little nerds clusters. Yeah, so there's that only in there. two of those in there, so I'm gonna save those and let you guys have them because I've had them and they are just absolutely phenomenal. I saw them in there. So uh, but first, let's get into the new candy. Yes, please. The, the exclusive. New one. The exclusive. Let's get right into that. We won't tease that. We'll just jump right in. Now, there's only two here, guys. So how do we want to do this? We're gonna have to break this up just into break me a piece off. Yeah, break me off a piece. I don't want to smash and crumble them up because they are kind of delicate. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Once they crumble. Yeah. So let's hear. Let's see here. Make sure. Okay. Very nice. They're kind of like little donuts. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys can split that one between the two of you. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Does it split? Not great. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, I just put my thumb through it. Get out well, of You're all good. Well, hand me a spoon if you don't mind, Christy. Yeah, let's do that. Or I'm going to just crumble this whole thing oh, in my yeah. hand. Well, they are, like I said, they're very delicate, so... They're not, made to, we'll just they're not made to share. Yeah. Well, you might want to just take a bite, honestly. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, oh now you don't did it. That one's mine. Five-second <laughs> rule. So, oh, yeah. I did a pretty good job of splitting that, I think. Honestly, oh, yeah. not too bad. Oh, oh yeah. Jake did it again. Look at that. Perfect. Nice little half split there. Now, I do wonder what kind of peach rings, because I'm kind of a peach ring snob. Me too. They're good. And these look like good peach rings. Yeah, hopefully they're the uh, 
Family Dollar peach rings. Those, oh, those are the best. Really? Or Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is what I mean. Okay. The Dollar Tree peach rings. Greggy, you like ones. peach rings? I mean, I like them as much as any other like gummy. You, you do? Right. You want one? Sure. All right. Would you mind? Thank you, Chris. <laughs> is there any banana runs in there? I don't think there are any banana flavored anything in there. I didn't see any circus peanuts. I, I think Ugh. she's uh, smart enough to understand there's not much of a market for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this is uh, lots of Skittles. I'm taking one of them. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Then you get the you get the you get the peach See what at the, the nerd end. Clusters all about. Yeah. Yeah. Dive in, guys. I'm, I'm waiting to try that thing. Grab whatever no. you. Oh, there it went. There went the cotton candy one. Is I don't that know what that is. No, I don't think it's cotton candy. Yeah, that would. You freeze dry cotton candy. I think it would just turn into nothing. Now those I would think are probably some kind of gummy something. These things right here. Those are incredible. Those nerd clusters yeah. are ab. I mean, just phenomenal. I feel like you gotta do a one bite or else it's gonna oh, get messy yeah. though. I was gonna see if she wanted it. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's, that, uh, yeah. Hmm. This looks oh, like yeah. some kind of a, maybe a gummy bear. A brain? Yeah. That was a gummy bear. It I looks like a shape. gummy bear shape. I can see the shape <laughs> a brain? of some of them. Yeah, you wanna grab one of those? Go yeah, ahead. It looks like Dive an intestines right in. of, of some sort. Aaron, an snag organ? yourself something out of there. Grab something what you got? like. What are those? What? I'm yeah. trying to figure out what these round things are. Um, like, I'm gonna figure it out. Or these colored ones at the bottom there. Hmm. Now, geez, I bet this colored one at the bottom is a Starburst. Oh, yeah. I bet that's what this one is here. That's, Got the snake going, the beer that snake. That was like a giant uh, cereal marshmallow. Like a, like there are marshmallows and Cocoa Puffs. Ooh, that's what that tasted man. like. It was really good. <laughs> I love the airy, how it just kind of like disappears in your mouth. Yeah. Good stuff. You need a freeze-drying machine, and it takes... Most of the time, these take, like, two days to do. The freeze-dryer, I think, on average, they're about three to $4,000 for the machine. And, like I said, they need to be ran continuously for, like, 48 hours for some of this stuff. That's why you see the high price point on this. I mean, you're seeing, like, two peach rings in a little package, and you're like, why am I going to pay $3.50 for this? And it's like, well, because there's so much that goes into it. I think that's a Jolly Rancher. Yeah? Wicked. You want to try the other half of that? I think that's a Jolly Rancher. That's the half that was on the floor he's giving you. No. <laughs> okay. Um, no, that's, yeah. Let me Maybe. See. Oh, yeah. That's Jolly Rancher for sure. That's a Sour Apple Jolly Rancher. You want to try it? Yeah. Yeah, that was a watermelon one. Yeah. Hmm. I don't yeah. hate that. Yeah, I can tell that taste for sure. Do you guys figure out what these things are? Uh, some nope. sort of marshmallow that's incredible. See what you think. Those are Whoppers. Whopper. That's what the chocolate was. Okay. I said uh, if, if there was... That tastes like a Whopper to I me. I said if there was a marshmallow and a Cocoa Puff, that's what it would taste like. Yeah. Like in a bowl, of, a bowl of Cocoa Puffs. Well... Yeah, it was the malt probably you were tasting. Yeah. Is it a Whopper? I don't know. I don't whopper, think it is. Whopper, Whopper, Whopper. I don't know. Now it's got a chance to sit on my taste buds. I'm like, I don't know if that is a Whopper. That's probably what it is. A milk dud. Because you get the caramel. Taffy Taffy. No, that's a great jolly. Maybe. I don't know. This? Is that what you're pointing to? That's that purple one. 
Taffy or something. That's gotta be. I bet that's a now and later, or a Laffy Taffy. I gotta try this. The Starburst. Yeah, you you get right into that. Yeah, you did. So you said you weren't a huge fan of the Starburst, right? Oh my what god. What else we got left? Ooh, ouch. Hmm. That saltwater taffy. Take a few Skittles For and I'll sure. call it a day. Now that's one that I know I am a fan of. They have a watermelon saltwater taffy that she does that's freeze-dried. I bet that's what that one is right there, the green one. Those are, like, mm, very good. That Starburst has a weird texture, like, consistency to it almost. It's very, it was tough to bite. It didn't melt like everything else does. This is like astronaut candy, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 Huh? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back to the Skittles because I know I love those. Ooh. You trying Skittles? It goes with it. <laughs> he said it goes with it. <laughs> Once again, thank you, Mary Franks and Freeze Dried Ohio for uh, donating the peach rings for us to try and debut on the uh, Pulse podcast. And thank you for putting together this little sample pack for me as well. You can find Freeze Dried Ohio on Facebook. Yes, go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> you want the dust too? Do you want the dust I'll snort too? Snort it later. <laughs> That's an off the air activity, Eric. <laughs> we do not snort things. Whether it's sugar or not. <laughs> I said later. All right. I'm just saying. Like you, you, you said later. I didn't know if you were talking about later in the podcast. Like, all right, let's just wait until after. <laughs> Coming up next. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's talk about the NCAA tournament. Yeah, since man. Since we're here. It's and, been uh, wild. Yeah. I want to talk to you about the NCAA tournament, Aaron, yep. because you're a gambling guy. Yeah. You are deep into this. For and sure. You honestly, this has got to be maddeningly frustrating for so you. So, the first few rounds, I got my ass handed to me. First two rounds, that first weekend, without a doubt, all the action was happening. It, you, you, it's Ooh. so hard not to follow with the favorites. Like in the bracket, you're going to take a few upsets. When it comes to placing a bet, it's pretty hard to take FDU over Purdue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit like that. Exactly. Now that it's dibbled down, once <laughs> it got to the Sweet 16, I started seeing the board a lot better, and I had me a weekend this past weekend. Yep. That's for sure. And I stopped parlaying everything together. That's the big key that people aren't getting the hint of. Just straight bet the shit. Because how many times are you missing a parlay by one leg? You know what I mean? Yeah, Donovan you, Mitchell not getting me 26 and a half a, points last night. You got and, a three, four uh, leg parlay. Else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have a three, four leg parlay and you go three and one on it. If you straight bet all of them, you have a three and one day as opposed to absolutely nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I think as people are getting more hip to gambling and they mm -hmm. start to kind of dive into it, the deeper you get, the more you realize that parlays are for suckers. Yeah, yeah for real. Absolutely. Honestly, it that's just really they call is. them. They call them suckers, but uh, yep. so they're your just, lottery tickets. Yeah, that's how they make their money. That's yeah. real it's how most of the house. The sharp makes guys money. don't place parlays. Yeah, that's what I Notice all these betting apps are promoting pre that we do yeah. parlays yeah. and pre we're pre making them. these ones that There's we know reason. ain't gonna hit. Yep. yep. Because they look so juicy to you. The second week of January, stay off the pre mades. If they build them and you see I can put ten dollars down and win three hundred. Well, and that's why Unless. they didn't ask you guys to make very many parlays Unless because it's an over-under bet prep boost. Because we did four of those in a row, baby. I was gonna say like <laughs> all of you guys' ones are hitting. Yeah, those are five so and I've two. So I've noticed 
They haven't asked you to make very many of them lately. No, no they haven't. <laughs> no, and you're giving like, them a few hits. They don't and like the ones they boosted, hit. They're like plus four fifty. Yeah, so, yeah. Usually. Nice twenty five fifty dollar max on them. They yeah, they we've done well on those. So we'll try to get more of those out to you guys. So final four. Did anybody have any of these teams in the Final Four? UConn's the only one that doesn't surprise me. They were a wagon all year. They kind of hit a skid come conference play. They kind of had a, some key injuries that really daggered the rotation. They hit some bad spots going two, three weeks without a win. Like, they were a top-four-ranked team. That messed me up. <laughs> <laughs> they, had a, they were a top-four-ranked team at one point and fell to out of, unranked. Because they fell on that big of a skit. They got the wheels going come conference tournament time, and you always got to look for that team. It's the UConn of Kemba, the UConn of Shabazz Napier. Right. They're known to do it, man. So seeing them there does not surprise me one bit. The other three, <laughs> I can't say the same. Yeah, UConn's got to be the favorite now in the betting they're, world, right? Oh, they're definitely. They're minus money as far as uh, place in the future to win it now with the four teams left. I think it's like minus 120. Everyone else is plus odds. Um, They're FAU. doing it old school style too with the bigs down low. Yeah, you know, like absolutely. They got a couple of That's dominant Sandalo. bigs. Yeah. He looks like Joel Embiid, right? So he's going through uh, his religion requires him to go through Ramadan. Oh yeah, right? he couldn't eat. He's fasting. He's yeah. not drinking water or hydrating, eating anything before these games, during these games. What in the That's world is madness. that That's during crazy. the March Madness tournament? That is ridiculous. And he's out here balling, dude. Yeah. He's a seven, six, eight, maybe seven foot in that range. Monster, you gotta hydrate, man. You yeah. gotta hydrate. There's gonna be some issues. I worry about that long term, but well, and he's not. I'm not sure when the ending date I didn't on know that he is. He wasn't drinking water. I thought he just couldn't eat. Yeah, yeah, man. and he's well, not and one he of these can. skinny guys either. He's a he's built, dude. And I would assume there's some kind of exception where he's drinking water during the game. I would hope, but he's not drinking water before or after. I know. No, it's only what. Uh, Sun up, sun yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I'm not change. sure how long it lasts either. You know, I just, yeah. You can eat when the sun goes down. You mm -hmm. just gotta stop when it comes up. Some crazy stuff, man. Some crazy so, stuff. Some, I, if you had to like list any of the positives from this first few rounds, what do you think some of the positive notes of this tournament have been so far? I mean, you gotta love the underdog stories as far as like Fairleigh Dickinson in Florida Atlantic. I mean, yeah. I like seeing Florida Atlantic make this run because it makes. Like all year, I would, they were in my. I would do betting trends on the over under pod. Who is the best team against the spread in the nation? And they were number one all year. And it's just you hear that, and you're oh, that's Florida crazy. Atlantic. You know what I mean? You hear that all season long. Yeah. Uh, they they don't play anybody. They look what it led to. Look what it led. This the numbers matter, man. It's crazy how it works out. So that's one thing I took. I trust numbers now. That's yeah, for sure. For I sure. trust numbers. Don't fall for big name schools. Trust the numbers. So I would say for me. One of the positives is obviously you've got so many different stories. Mm, it's not yeah, just this yeah. one dominating storyline that's like, okay, you kind of know they're going to win because they got this you know, the media poll or whatever, right. or like I whatever mean, reason. If you that, don't, there's none of that this year. If that were to happen, it would have been with Kansas State and the Doug yeah. Keontae Johnson story with Dude, him being a Florida and collapsing and stuff. That, I, was, that is a scary. Uh, clip. I still cannot believe that wasn't more of a story. Right. Yeah. If they would have right. made it to the final four, it would have been. It would have been. Still, but it should have been. It to them been. make it to, for them to make it to the Sweet 16, that should have been something we were hearing about all right. week long. With him on top of a 5'8 point guard putting up 19 assists a game, that should have been big time story. Yeah. yeah. They should have been like the media darling, and they did it just never really materialized. No, that can't but. that um uh 
five eight point guard for Kansas State. His name's slipping me right now. But that nineteen assist game against Michigan uh, Noel? State. Noel. Yeah. yeah, there Dude. it is, Marquise Noel. Um, that might have been the best point guard performance I've ever seen. Oh, and him. Oh, ever, bro. The way he was like motioning to the coach and through that alley oop, that trick pass. Oh my god! Before he did that, he looked at Isaiah Thomas in the crowd and said, "Watch this," Mm -hmm. because Isaiah Thomas was there rooting for the other team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was telling him all night, like, "Nah, nah, we're we're taking this game. Michigan State's gonna be done after tonight." Yeah. And then, like, as they're bringing the ball up the court, he's like, "Watch this." And then starts motioning <laughs> to his coach and whips that alley oop. Man, that was probably one of the sweetest plays of the tournament. That was, it was. They were it's a hard team to bet against. I mean, I was on them when they lost the other night, but it was really cool seeing their coach, Coach Tang, go into Florida Atlantic's locker room after that game and saying, You guys were the toughest team we saw all year. That was very respectful, I feel like. Not For many, sure. Not many you don't see Tom Mizzo doing that. Tom Mizzo was shitting on the plate on the ref's calls uh post game. So I thought that was respectful, but now they play San Diego State. Now, San Diego State is Defense, just man. absolutely – they are a dirty team. They yeah. are – they I, just it's get gritty. nasty. It's Detroit it's bad gritty. boy 80s basketball, and I yeah. love it. I love it. It's like they're just n- nonstop, in your face, and now you pressure, get that, pressure, pressure, pressure. You get that with that high-power Florida Atlantic offense meeting up now, and I don't know if I'm going to pick a spread here. I almost like the under because I think San Diego State's defense is going to oh, clamp them down. Sure. But I could still see Florida Atlantic coming through in the end. They just have that it factor at the end of games. You well, know they got I mean? a lot of shooters. They, they can yes. shoot the ball. They got a lot of pl- ball Hard players. to contain for all 40 minutes. Exactly. Do they have the number set in that game yet for the over-under? Um, yeah. San Diego State. Minus two. Uh, minus two, yeah. Yep. I'm talking the over-under for points. Oh, for point total. It's, uh, I'll find it here real quick. Probably around 115, I, I'd say. 110, maybe. This one was 120s, I think. 132. Really? Wow. Okay. So, so I lean under there. I lean points. under there. Yeah, I definitely lean under Watch on that. that. Uh, and I also want to point out the UConn spread right now is minus five and a half over Miami. If you're a UConn better, put that in now because that's going to jump up to six, seven. The money's going to come in on UConn. Oh, for sure. They're averaging to cover their spread by 17 points so far in the tournament. Jeez. Covering, so the spread, say the spread's at 12. They're averaging to cover that by 17 points Jeez. in this tournament. Right, so that was my next question. If I'm gonna put a if I'm gonna put a bet down on one of these two games, which one am I gonna put it down on? I think you just answered my question. Uh, yeah, UConn, I love <laughs> I love UConn, but Miami scares me. I'm betting on UConn, but my mind's messing with me, dude. There's something about that Miami team, just like that Florida yeah. Atlantic team. They don't go away. I like UConn, but there's something about Jim Laranaga's teams when. It's like tournament time. He's got that team playing. He does. Like he does. Unbelievable basketball right now. And they've got shooters. They've got guys who can shoot. I mean, yeah. just absolutely fill the bucket up. They got guys. I mean, two guys averaging 20 points a game I over like, the last four games. My way to do it will probably UConn money line, honestly. I think UConn wins, but I just think a six-point spread, which it'll probably be by Saturday, is too much. It's going to yeah. be a close game, man. It should be. We'll see, though. Uh, but, no, exciting. I was having a – honestly, I was having a hard time keeping up with some of these games. I can't stand the way the first 16 – the first – what, the first 20. eight matchups of the oh, Sweet yeah, 16? Yeah, yeah. They played so damn late. Yeah. And then what was it, Saturday, where there were games – there wasn't any games until – 2.30, and then they played... It was like 3 and 6 o'clock yeah. Saturday, yeah. And then they tried to cram two games at the end of the day where it was like... 
Mm-hmm. Why are you starting a game at 9.45 when you've had all day right. to play these games? They could have started the games at noon and been done by One 10 game o'clock. Yeah. per time frame. Yeah. yeah, it just made no sense. The timing of some of these games made no sense to me. It's uh-huh. like, you know what? I'm sick of the West Coast bullshit. Here's the thing. If you live <laughs> on the West Coast, you accept the fact that you're going to have to watch games earlier. Sorry. You, if you don't like it, move on to East Coast. I don't know what to tell you. but oh, like, yeah, you got that. Yeah. We're not... I don't... I don't see the point in accommodating for what 20% of the country when 80% of the country lives in the other time zones where it's like most of the country that is watching these events has to wait until 10 o'clock to watch a game that's a nationally televised game. That makes no sense to me. No, it it never has. Due to that scheduling, a lot of people missed out on what was probably the game of the tournament. The only one that could fight it was the Michigan State, uh, Kansas State game. But what I'm talking about is the UCLA Gonzaga game. It was one yeah, of those 940 tips. Like, a lot of people missed that because it didn't end until 1230. I was on my way home from a concert, so I was score watching the shit out of it. I was up. Usually it wouldn't be that late. A lot of people missed one of the greatest games of the tournament because exactly. it was so late. Yeah, and that's the frustrating part about starting these games so late mm-hmm. is not a lot of people are tuning in for a game at 10 o'clock at night that they have to stay up. And that was Thursday night, to too. Right. It's one thing if it's Friday or Saturday night. That was a Thursday night. Right. Then they messed me up with the schedule this weekend. I missed the start of the games yesterday because they started when they should have started Saturday. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like they started earlier. Um, I looked down when well, what time do these games start? And I looked, it was already an hour into the game. Yeah, it was already it was already a score. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of weird the way they did it this weekend, I thought. And I never understood the starting at nine forty five tip. Well, the I, final four will do it even better. I think it's like a Six a thirty and eight thirty, you know what I mean? When it could easily be a three thirty and five thirty situation, yeah. three o'clock, six, whatever you want to do with it, but don't make it late. I felt old when I was starting to complain about it, and then I was like, okay, all right, at least they're on the same page as me. There, right? <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm complaining because I have to stay up late and watch games. Like, oops. <laughs> but no, I thought the first, honestly, that first round was just frenetic. The Sweet 16 round settled out. Now you've got the cream of the crop. And the first time in NCAA history, you don't have a top three seed. Yeah, incredible. To me, that's just incredible, unreal. But it's been a fun ride. And I think even though you don't have the Blue Bloods, you're still going to get a lot of people watching because I think, one, sports gambling has brought in a new audience. Absolutely. And two, I still think you're going to have people that are invested in this ride with some right. of these teams. You get, like yeah. You've got this San Diego State team, this Florida Atlantic team, hell, even Miami. I mean, UConn, it's kind of one of the blue bloods right. somewhat. You know, yeah. they had a couple down years, but they're, you know, they're always going to be mentioned as one of the best teams I mean, in the even, country basketball. You still got a lot of bracket groups that are undetermined, too, as of ours. I mean, everyone lost their champion. So, yeah. they're like... It has a matter, like, a couple people have UConn in the Final Four going to the championship. So, if they lose, it... it all decides so much just by a few 10 20 point factors so there's something to watch for for sure greggy was top one until texas lost Uh uh-oh yep (laughs) (laughs) i think with these with some of these lower seed teams being in there that's actually going to help the ratings and stuff it's or bring the interest in because it's not the same teams that you see every year you're not Mm -mm. seeing kentucky and duke and i think the reason this is really going to help with like Recruiting for transfer portal, well, recruiting for some of the smaller schools. Sorry, the yeah. reason for this Final Four, the the, the randomized team, it, the transfer portal did this. Yeah, the trans, oh, these sure. teams have 
players that would be on Kentucky typically in Kansas. Mm -hmm. Those guys are still getting two, three, five stars a year, but now these guys don't want to be a second shadow at Duke anymore. They don't want to settle for being the 25th pick when their teammates going eighth, 10th, first, whatever. They're going to San Diego State, FAU, Miami, yeah. and they're being that guy. That's what you're seeing a lot of. You're, some of these guys are transferring two, three times in a college basketball career. Exactly. And that's <laughs> honestly, it, it just lends itself to the success of that model. Now, mm -hmm. teams are going to embrace that. Right. You're going to see more of these smaller school teams going on these magical runs into the tournament. And I, I think, honestly, the NCAA is just going to be better because of it. Yeah. It's just going to yeah. be a better product. You hated it. Everyone hated on it when it first became a, a factor, the transfer portal with NIL deals. But it's bringing little schools mm -hmm. up to flourish. The only thing I have noticed, there's not been a lot of like buzzer beaters. There's not been a lot no. of like really close games at the last minute. You know, it's the just been a lot Zaga of UCLA was about like oh, the, yeah. the only one I can really think of off the top of my head. But it's been fun to watch. I'm excited. And we got final four, what? Starts Friday, right? Saturday night. Saturday. Nice Saturday and then Saturday and then Monday, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Monday Monday night championship. Be about so a when we come nine twenty tip. We'll be watching the uh, NCAA championship. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Do a little throw out or throw out a little shout out to our four people that are still in the uh, Mutt's Madness. There you go. We got our we got our final four for Mutt's Madness. San Diego State is a uh, Jose Ares Jr. So we got a little uh, Madden tournament guy in there who did okay. not think he when he got San Diego State he was a little disappointed and. Every, every time they've won, he's texting me going, what's going on, man? How is this still... How, how am I still in this? <laughs> Look at the beer snake! It's huge! It's <laughs> huge. Love it. So we got San Diego State with Jose going against Florida Atlantic with Anna Petro, who actually works with Jose at Happy Days. So that's going to be a fun little matchup between them two. And then Miami versus UConn, we got two Webster folks going against each other. Amber Bish versus Jeff Weldy. So uh, both matchups have people have co-workers going against each other i think that ended up pretty cool that's awesome <laughs> so once again on the line for that what 130 bucks 160 bucks 160 bucks yeah we did a little 50 50 for that oh. filled all 64 slots so 160 bucks on the line for the winner of that i like that that's really cool uh we did come up with some final numbers for the uh, madden tournament donations oh, if you cool. want those yeah, numbers yeah. um $230 a piece. You got $230. Oh, wow. And uh, Corey Hell Banks yeah. fundraiser got $230. That's awesome. So that'll add to your total. I forgot to mention that earlier. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, wait, money. We do have more money to talk about. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but no, we, before I forget that number. I got to give that money. I'm going to just donate it. Aaron, we talked about this earlier. I was going yeah, yeah. to just write you a check, but I'll just donate it to the actual yeah, fundraiser yeah. Whatever through works. Heart of Ohio Sports. For sure. And then uh, I'll just give you the cash for... Uh, your fundraiser. Does that work for you, Eric? So either that or you can just do it the same way. I got a link. Well, I have cash from everybody who paid. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that I can just give it to you yep. and then you just. That works. That cool? All right, oh, cool. Yeah. There we go. We worked that out on the air. There you go. <laughs> so uh, now let's talk about the NBA a little bit. A little Trevor Lawrence. Just a little bit. Trevor Lawrence was in the crowd. <laughs> Sunshine. Getting all excited about XFL. Um, I want to talk about the Cavs because this is their first playoff appearance. Yes. They clinched a playoff spot. It'll be their first playoff appearance without LeBron since 1998. Wow. Um, it's a big accomplishment for this franchise. No, yeah, it is, definitely, and for Dan Gilbert himself. And for them to be able to weather the storm over these last four or five years, 
to put together the contending team that they have now. I don't see them as a championship contender, but they're an Eastern Conference contender. Yeah, not and yet. The East is really tough this year. There's a lot mm. of really good teams in the East that's going to give anybody a run for their money. I could see them winning a first round matchup, but past that, I don't. I don't know. It's just hard for me to see much with this team because of the inconsistencies we've seen out of them this year, and that's growing pains. They're all they're the youngest team in the NBA, right? Second youngest team. I think they average like 24 for the average age on that roster. I think the Thunder yeah. is the youngest, but the Cavs are definitely, they might be the youngest of the East, yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's a very young team. They're still learning. They're still growing. They're still learning each other and learning their roles. I mean, even though we're 60, 70 games in, they're still kind of figuring themselves out. And I think that's largely because you've had some inconsistencies with lineup. Like you had Darius Garland out for, what, two, three weeks at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. you know, the and eye, then eye injury there yeah and then jared allen was out for a couple weeks and mobley was out and you know you've had different guys out of the lineup during different times so you really haven't had a chance to grow together but i feel like if they catch fire this is a team that like i said they could win at least that first round of the playoffs past that i don't know what do you think eric i um, at this point i almost expect a first round. Um, I expect them to get out of the first round. Okay. Like, I, I'll be disappointed at this point with the way that they've been playing and knowing that they're probably going to either go up against New York or New Jersey. They should be able to take care of either one of those teams in the first round. I will honestly be disappointed if they don't get past that first round. What I expect to see this year, um, I expect them to get into a very contested battle into the second round. I expect them to hold their own in the second round and show that they that they're coming next year, that they're in, that then in the coming years they're going to be a team to reckon with. I I can I wouldn't be surprised to see them win that second round battle, but I just I I will be happy with this season to see them get into that second round and give whoever they're going to face a battle because it's probably going to be Boston or Milwaukee in that second round. Well, they would face the one seed coming out of that, right? Because it's the one versus the eight in the first round, and then it's whoever wins that versus the four, five winner, right? Right, That's right. How... so they're going to be either Boston or Milwaukee. Yeah. I don't like their chances against Milwaukee. I love their chances against Boston. Yeah, I'd love to see Boston. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I, th- a... I think you, the guys definitely want to hope that you can avoid Philly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Philly, Philly is a Cleveland just kryptonite. We just don't match up yeah. well against them. And Joel Embiid, is, honestly. Boston, I think you'll give hell. I think Milwaukee, you could even give a good five, six game sure. series to. Yeah, but I, I could see a Philly sweep. I, I, there's well, something weird a, a about Philly. sweep for sure. Yeah. Well, Philly's been on a slide here lately, haven't they? I mean, yeah, yeah, but I, there's I still, just, like I said, I think it's matchup. With yeah, them, I, mean, I, I really don't think, think there's any. Like, there's any, nobody that can guard Maxi. That's the heat. That's yeah. the key. He blows up every time we play them. He, he gets at least twenty cool. points. 30, 35, three, four, yeah. five threes. Like it's every single time. And then Embiid, I still swear, Jared Allen cannot guard him. We should yeah. not be exposing Jared Allen when he when we have to play the seventy six. You need, you need, to, de- just you need to, to develop Mobley into that guy. You need you to develop when, Mobley into that. Remember guy. when like the, the Cavs just didn't play Mozgov back in like the. the 2015 <laughs> finals or something, 2016 mm-hmm. finals. They just didn't play him. I feel like that's kind of the how they should approach the 76ers matchup. If they do match up against them, 
just play Mobley at the five. Right. Honestly, dude, he he played so much better against him defensively in that last game than Jarrett Allen ever has against Absolutely. him. Because Allen always kind of gets clowned against Embiid. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like Embiid always just kind of suns him, you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that with the Sixers. they got to avoid the Sixers. Uh, but, no, I think they could – I honestly think they could give Boston a run for their money. But – Aaron, you're a uh, Heat fan, right? Yeah, I'm a Miami Heat fan. Where's yeah. the Heat sitting at right now? Uh, they, it's been a different year, man. They go in skids. They get yeah, real they hot and cold. So up and down. Let me check the standings where they are if they're in a playoff I, I spot or not. They are in the seventh spot, so that should be. That's yeah, the play I know they were for a while threatening to come up to take that five spot, and I was I didn't want to see no no the I don't think I don't round. think Cleveland wants to see the no. Miami that's another mismatch another team game we... Miami will get washed by uh, well they can beat Boston but once again thing. another team that can beat Boston I think we can match up against Philly Milwaukee's the issue yeah <laughs> and Miami the reason the Cavs never play well against Miami they don't play well in Miami. Because they go out partying the night before. <laughs> and Miami, I feel like, is alluring to the Cavs every time they go to Miami. Because if you notice, they don't win very many games in Miami. Last time in Cleveland, Miami got them by 1-2 just a couple weeks yeah. ago. So Get That Miami flu, that was a... That one a couple weeks ago was that was on a, a, a tail end of a back to back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were there on a Wednesday, and mm-hmm. Miami hadn't played since Sunday. Yeah, they were rested. The Cavs were on a back to back. Yeah, they played Wednesday night. But Miami Actually was also without game. one of their starters, I think, in that game. I don't, think yeah. Jimmy, I don't think Jimmy played, yeah. And then they spent a whole day, a day off in Miami, so I knew they were losing that game Friday. No, it wasn't that Jimmy Miami that was out. It was Kyle Lowry. That Miami That's flu. But, yeah. But Cavs look like they got, you know, something going. I think that, honestly, they still have a move to make in the offseason. I still think that this is a team that, they're one move away. And that might be Isaac Okoro stepping into his role. That might be just him taking that next step in his progression as a player. But I don't know if that's ever going to happen with that kid. Like, I, I hope it does. But from what I've seen out of him, he's so streaky, dude. Like, yeah, honestly, he's more down than he is up. And it's, it's not a good streaky either. He'll go right. through spurts where... He'll have 15 games where he averages like two points a game, and then all of a sudden, five games, he'll go for like 15 a game. And you're like, what's going on? And then another 15 games where he's averaging three points a game. And, yeah, it's been like that his whole career. The other night, it was good to see him hit that big game-winning three, though. That was awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that was huge. And it was also nice to see Levert. Uh, pass that ball in that situation because yeah. he is not <laughs> typically that guy. he's not the one that's going to be passing away that game winning shot. And yeah. he saw Coro and he did the right thing and got it to him. That was a beautiful pass too. So you got to give the credit there too. All right, so we got basketball talk out of the way. Let's talk a little bit about the NFL and then we'll trans we'll uh, kind of segue into the Major League Baseball and then we'll wrap things up. NFL wise. We got to talk about this Lamar Jackson saga because uh, as a Browns fan, I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, I don't Aaron, hate as it. As a yeah, Steelers man. fan, I don't gotta, hate it. You yeah, got to be liking every minute of it too, for yeah, sure. He doesn't. Um, we we just, do stop Lamar when we play him, but it'd be great to not have to see him. Yeah, <laughs> I just saw yeah. something that said that he wants to play for the Patriots. The Patriots, I did see he wants to go to New England too. Yeah, I saw the the betting odds favorite for teams for him to go to right now. The Favorite is Falcons? the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, the Colts? Yep, and then okay. the Patriots were the second highest. So. Can he just go 
somewhere in the NFC, NFC please. NFC. NFC. Honestly, I think he needs to go to a dome. He'd be so much better suited for a dome. Yeah. Why is Atlanta? What is Atlanta doing? I, they, Why is Atlanta not? Atlanta is going out of their way to say, nah, we don't want him. Nah, we're cool. They like this Ritter guy. We're cool with Desmond Ritter. What? Yeah. What are you doing, why don't you, If go you're Miami, why don't you, why don't you say, if you're Miami, why don't you say you can have Tua in that Jalen <coughs> Ramsey trade we just made for Lamar? Imagine I'm, that. I've just said, <laughs> I said this to the to somebody the other day. I'm like, if I'm Miami, I'm, I'm sitting there. You got that type of team. Just you, go get them. Yeah. <laughs> you got Tua, and you've got a first-round pick that's decent. Why not they package don't have it that. and try to they go don't have They don't have a first-rounder. Miami? They got uh, taken away for Tom Brady. Uh, oh, that's right. That's oh, right. What you right. call it. That is right. can't think of the word, but. Oh, and they gave tampering. up one for Bradley tampering. Chubb, Tampering, there too. it is. Tampering, yeah. They gave up one for Bradley Chubb, And too. then they actually, uh, yeah. So there's well, only they, 31 first-round draft picks this year. That's, uh, yeah. That's happened a couple times. Yeah. Teams got their draft picks taken away for various things, and. Most of the time, it involves the Patriots in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah. shapers. laughs> Remember that last time they got their first round? Wasn't it Tom Brady? Reason they got their first round pick taken away? Did they get one for Deflategate? Was it Deflategate? Man, Brady really is the king of taking away first rounders, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's not talked about enough. But with this Lamar Jackson thing, man, it's really intriguing to me because everybody seems to be wanting to blame the Browns. You see Trey Wingo, Rich Eisen. They're just jumping on this bandwagon of, well, you know, it's the Browns' fault. The, court, the, the market for quarterbacks isn't being reset. It's the Browns who made a stupid move. It's like, <laughs> and um, here's the thing, dude. The Browns have a really rich owner who's not afraid to spend money. And there's a lot of owners in the NFL who are afraid of those kind of owners. They don't want guys like that running the NFL because they just want to win at yeah, all costs. They want to keep their money. They don't want to Yeah, there's a lot of owners that have just made keep their money. That have made their way in the NFL by swimming in mediocrity but banking off of their fan base. And that's one thing that ownerships in the NFL don't really want to admit. They don't want to admit that they don't want to pay their players. They don't want to admit that they don't want fully guaranteed contracts. But that's what they're doing when seven teams come out after Lamar Jackson signs or after the Ravens franchise tag Lamar Jackson. What do you have, like five, six teams, seven teams come out and say, we are not interested. Right. We're not going to pursue him. That, to me, just seems a little fishy. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Yeah, and there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a cahoots going on. It just seems to me like they're saying, let's not let's not make this a trend. Let's yes. not give this guy like we can't do this. We, yes, he did this. He did his thing. He made us mad. We're not going to follow in those footsteps. Don't give this man a guaranteed contract. I really think it has something to do with the fact that you've got three potential franchise quarterback contracts coming up on the horizon. Because you talk about Joe Burrow. You talk about... Um, Josh Allen. Josh. Well, Josh Allen just signed his. Okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts oh. and uh, Justin Herbert. So three, those three guys are going to sign big contracts. Jalen Hurts is going to get signed real soon. Like the Eagles are going to sign him over the next couple, like probably within the next year. But when you talk about some of these contracts that are coming up, these owners do not want this to be the norm because, well, if Deshaun Watson's getting $230 million guaranteed, how much guaranteed money is Joe Burrow going to get? Right. How much guaranteed money is Justin Herbert going to get? Mm-hmm. How much guaranteed money is Jalen Hurts going to get even? Yep. I mean, Jalen Hurts put up MVP-type numbers last year. Yeah, so, right now, Jimmy Jimmy Haslam basically kicked a door in 
to open that door, and all the other owners are behind it right now, just trying to push it back closed again. Let's well, not let this door open. I think a lot of people don't realize this, but in the NFL, they have this weird rule in this collective bargaining agreement where if the if the owner if the team signs a guy to a fully guaranteed contract, he the owner has to take that money and put it mm -hmm. into an account to prove that that money is there and don't touch it until you pay that guy's contract. So. When the Browns signed Deshaun Watson to a $230 million contract last year, they put $230 million into a bank account. It basically put it in escrow and said, all right, this is your money. You'll get it. But how? We'll, we'll, we'll manipulate the numbers a little bit so that we can still sign guys, which is what they did this year. But in the end, he's going to get his money. But it has to sit in these basically like a coffer until he can touch it. NFL owners do not want to do this for every single player on their roster. Right. They don't want this to become the norm. Because then you're talking about having to store, you know, $140 million for an average, you know, quarterback's contract. You got to store that in the bank. And then you've got to store, you know, you got a left tackle, you got to pay. You got a corner, you got to pay. You got a defensive end, you got to pay. You know, all these franchise cornerstone pieces, they're going to want fully guaranteed contracts. And then it's just going to be a domino effect until. I mean, football's the only league, the only professional sports league that doesn't have fully yeah. guaranteed contracts. They're the only ones still getting away with exactly. not paying them, not paying. So it's it to me, I, I hate it when the media wants to jump on, like the Browns in this situation, try to blame them for the situation that's happening with the Ravens because, I mean, am I wrong, but didn't Aaron Rodgers make $50 million last year to make play quarterback? Yeah, wasn't that fully guaranteed, that $150 million contract he signed? That was fully guaranteed, $50 million a year. I, there's guys out there who are signing bigger contracts and yeah. bigger guarantees. It's going to happen. It's going to be the norm. So the Ravens are just being cheap in this instance. Yeah, That Biscotti or whatever his name is, he has been notorious about not paying players. Yeah. And notice he hasn't he hasn't emerged from his hole yet to, mm -hmm. to answer any of these questions yet. He's keeping mm -hmm. himself tucked away right now. That's why he pays those guys. They answer the tough questions. Yeah. <laughs> but, but your point about about uh, you know Wingo and all these uh, national guys blaming the Browns. You really think Jimmy cares? No, I, no, I don't care. Go I ahead. don't go ahead blame I mean, the Browns. You know you know that meme of the the little girl and the house burning behind her and she's just sitting there with that smirk on her face. That's Jimmy Haslam. And the burning house is the Ravens right now. Jimmy Haslam doesn't give a shit that the house that the Ravens house is burning down. That's right. And neither do I. So it's <laughs> my take on it. I don't think anybody really cares except for Ravens fans. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I don't know one, so I don't really care. But another saga that's going on. We got the Aaron Rodgers saga. We'll talk about that briefly. I really don't give a shit, but I mean Everybody else is talking about it. It's so. nuts. Right. I just don't know why the deal is not done yet. Yeah. I do. It's not done yet because do. he said that's where I want to go. So well, that's I mean, one. Got, Jets have no leverage. That's one. Here's I'm gonna tell you this right now. Aaron Rodgers has bent the Packers over a stone for the last three years with all of his antics and everything he's tried to pull in the offseason of I don't know if I want to come back. I don't know if I want to play anymore. I don't know if I want to play for the Packers. I don't know if I want to be traded. And now all of a sudden. He's like, now I know what I want. I want to be traded. I don't want to play for these guys anymore. I want to go to the Jets. And the Packers are like, oh, that's nice. We don't have to trade you yet. You put us through hell for the last three years? You can sit here and wait. Yeah. We have no, they're in no hurry to make this deal because there's nothing going on football-wise. Like, 
Why does Aaron Rodgers need to be a Jet right now? For a press conference? Right. For real. There's no reason for it. Other than the fact that they just want it to happen now. There's no reason for him to be a Jet until after the draft is over because that's when OTA starts. So, I mean, until then, it doesn't really matter. So, I think that's why the Packers are like, I don't give a shit what you want. (laughs) I think, honestly, he screwed the Packers by doing that. Because the Jets were like, oh, well, hey... He already said he wants to play for us, so yeah, and they've we already, don't really have to give you that much. Well, they've got no leverage because they've already they've already done what Aaron Rodgers wanted them to do in the offseason. They've already went out and got Alan Lazard. They've already went out and got all these pieces that Aaron Rodgers wanted because he said he was going to come there. And so the Green New Packers are going, all right, well, y'all are already setting your team up for this, so you're going to give us what we want. We're not going to back down. You're going to give us what we want for them, or you're not going to get them. Yep. Interesting little games being played in the NFL right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of games being played, the, the uh, Andrew, Bay, Andrew Barry is playing a little game of chess right now with all the pieces that he's put together for the Browns roster. Acquiring Elijah Moore last week for what amounts to basically a second-round pick. I mean, they swapped third-round picks, right? Yep. No, they, they gave the second-round pick and got the third-round pick back okay. along, along with Moore. Okay. So, so you get something in return, but you, the, the piece that they want is Elijah Moore. And this guy, he has all the tools that you're looking for, but can he put it together? That's the question. Can he stay healthy enough to put together a solid campaign? I mean, the guy has the talent to be an OBJ-esque type receiver. Like I don't the, know if I go OBJ-esque. I think his caliber. That's his mentor. I think Jarvis yeah, Landry. I think the, he's a Jarvis Landry type too. receiver. That's okay. the kind of guy I think. He's a slot guy. He's not going to go out on the sideline and catch that fader one-handed like OBJ. He's going to get you across the middle running them posts. You got DPJ and uh, Amari to get the outside job done. I, don't know, I think they're, they're wanting to bring him in to stretch that field and yeah. send him downfield is what they're that's what they're wanting out of him. So I just don't see him running out there. Why? If DPJ and Amari are on the I think roster, Amari's going to be your slot receiver, honestly. Really? That's, that's what they six, had him. 6'2", two, 6'3", six, frame? They yeah. had him out of the slot all year last year, though. Was it productive? For the most part, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was almost 1,000 yards receiving. I think he had over 1,000, didn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. About nine tutties. That's pretty productive. That's productive, yeah. So I, 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 I like the move. I think with... With some of the moves that's been made over the last couple of weeks, I think now you're seeing that the hot seat has never been hotter for Kevin Stefanski now. Oh, yeah, that's do or die now. It is absolutely do or die because not only did they go out and get the quarterback you wanted after you bitched about Baker Mayfield not being the guy you don't want him, now they went and got your quarterback. And now you've got him for an entire now year. You've got, got him no for excuses a whole with year, him. No excuses, whole offseason to work on your offense, get him set, get him acclimated. And now you go out, you trade for the pieces that you need defensively, or you know, trade for the piece that you need offensively to stretch the field. You go out, sign some pieces defensively to help fill some of the holes. You sign a top-notch defensive coordinator to come in and fix your defense. Special teams coordinator, I think, was a hire that was made outside of Kevin Stefanski. I really do think that was an that was an ownership hire. That was a not ownership, but I think that was a uh, Andrew Barry hire, where Andrew Barry basically said. Um, we don't want Mike Prefer to be the spe- special teams coach anymore, because I from from everything that I've heard, that was not exactly a celebrated hire when they went and got Bubba Ventrone from the uh, guys on the coaching staff. That was a celebrated hire from the yeah. Browns. They put it out, 
But when they talked the to Kevin Stefanski like about it, he wasn't. They didn't really say a whole lot about Bubba Ventrone. He just kind of was very short. And yeah, we're excited to have him on the staff. And it was kind of like a very short answer. And I was like, that's weird. And then like him and Prefer were really good friends from Minnesota. And he wanted his buddies on staff. And he's already. One guy was shown the door with Joe Woods. I don't think that was anything that he wanted to happen. Now you've got, you know, the prefer situation. I think, like I said, I really do think the seat is really hot for Kevin Stefanski right now. And it's it, it's do or die. Like you said, man. Yeah, you don't make they the They hired Jim Schwartz There's... to be the guy that could possibly step in and fill that role. Yeah, if they don't make the playoffs, there's no chance of him being back next year. But if they start out... You know, you start out two and five or so, you might be gone after that little stretch. Like, you got to, you got to, he's going to, he's going to have a short leash from the beginning of the year. And I don't think, like, he he might be able to hang on to his job staying around 500 at the beginning of the year, but you you start getting on a little bit of a losing streak. That seat's going to get even hotter. I I think he starts out like two and four, two and five. They're done. Yeah, two and five. He's he's gone. Two and five is it, man. Your leash is, your leash is, you're out of room. Aaron, you're a little quiet over there. Yeah, we were talking uh, Browns. He's Browns like shit. talk. I He's like Browns. Yeah. I don't give a shit. What are you guys are talking? What about your Steelers? What they've been doing? What's, what's been oh, up they, the they're building them little picket fence. We like to call it yeah. that offensive line. Yeah, they just got. Well, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but got uh, a Steelers line or uh, I'm sorry, a uh, uh, Eagles lineman that was really yeah. That's good, what right? I was about to say. Yeah, that Eagles guard. He only allowed one sack. Uh, <sighs> last year didn't miss a game. So I mean, that team was definitely a wagon. So I liked what they had doing. With their uh, push up front, so hopefully he can bring that to Pittsburgh. And uh, they brought in Patrick Peterson at corner. That filled a hole there with Cam Sutton leaving to Detroit. I, uh, now, is he going to play corner or are they going to put him at safety? He'll maybe? play corner. I think I think if the draft goes how I want it, how I think they should go, it's going to be Joey Porter Jr. with that Ooh. 17 pick out of Penn State. It's I mean, it's only right. We How many times <laughs> do the Steelers go with the storyline pick? Right. You know what I mean? So it just seems right. You got to get Joey Porter Jr. He was on the field when he was six years old for Super Bowl 40. And he's a top tier corner, a hole on your team that you need. You move him there, then there's a chance Patrick Peterson maybe plays safety, but I don't think that's what he wants, Pat Pete. I think he's, he's a corner. Like yeah. Joe Hayden, when he came in, they talked about the safety play, and he's like, no, nah, I'm a corner, bro. And I think right. that's how a lot of those guys feel. Oh, for sure. Once a corner, always a corner. And it's kind of hard to convince those guys to go back and play safety because yeah. that's a lot more hitting. Different game. That's yeah. a lot more tackling involved. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about Major League Baseball. we got opening day coming up this Thursday. Yes. Tigers versus Rays. Uh, Guardians versus at Seattle. That's mm-hmm. a 10 o'clock one. game. Yeah, that's one of those late games. Yeah, let's start the season out at 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But, you know... It's a Seattle game. I mean, that's yeah. their home opener. So Seattle's going to be a tough team this year, too. Yeah. They were good last year. Oh, yeah. They were really good. So if Cleveland comes out and, and opens young. it up with that, that'd be very impressive on the road. But Cleveland matched up well with them last year. If they I did. Cleveland's correctly. home opener next weekend is uh, April 7th, and Joey will be there repping Ooh. the Overrunner boys, and then I'll be there on the 8th repping it for the Saturday game. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah, come on, say what's up. We'll be around some bars. I don't know if we'll get a ticket into the game. We'll decide when we're there. You know what I mean? But we'll be there pre-game and getting working bet Fred boost and stuff. So nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, if you're up there for opening day festivities for home opener festivities, 
for the Guardians. Make sure you try to find Aaron Come or Joey. What's up? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah baseball betting is going to be a whole different whole different oh, man. for so, me, man. Like I, I don't, the I'm popular not sure. thing, the big time popular thing is no runs in the first inning bets. That's Ooh. what's like taking over the betting world because it's such a quick strike and it hits so often. Now opening day itself, Thursday only. I will say that's a banger bet because everyone's got their aces out there. That first mm -hmm. inning, you're going to see a lot of zeros. I don't think it's a trend you're going to want to follow all year because when you get into the three, four deep in the rotation, you start seeing six, seven, eight run games. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's nothing to see a three-run shot in the first inning. Yeah. I'm not comfortable, but if these opening days when everyone's throwing out their aces, I think these no-run first inning bets are a hitter. Okay. What are the type of odds on them? Uh, I think it's usually, like, your standard spread, like minus 110. Minus 110. You can parlay them together a couple games if you like, but I, I think I'm going to eat on just – Hammering one at a time. Oh yeah, no sucker bets for you, huh? No, um, I'll, no, no sucker bets. No for me. sucker bets. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I'm excited. I, I had a very good baseball season last year, betting money lines. Over unders are tough because you never. It's like pitching. It's just how how is the starter going to show up how today? Are you, how are you betting on baseball last year? No, I don't talk. <laughs> credits, Nate. There were credits, <laughs> credits, credits, credits. Exactly, credits, credits. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're. Uh, Tigers fan, right? Yeah, Detroit Tigers D fan. On the hat so there. it's a rough, rough go around. I've always been. I'll never trade on. My dad was. I, I like teams all over. It's weird, but I just like teams my dad liked. Watched them all growing up. So okay. it is what it is. I didn't yeah. know if you were just like anti Ohio. Like no, I don't like Ohio. So. I'm a Buckeye fan. All Buckeye fans. It's more anti Cleveland, if you will. Okay. <laughs> but I, I can't. I shouldn't have said that on camera because I'm in Cleveland all the time working. So uh, <laughs> you erase that one, Greg. <laughs> I make friends Clip when I'm there. That? What's the time on I that? I make recording? friends. When I'm there, all right, I'm friendly when I'm there. I'm not wearing my black and yellow or my blue and orange when I'm there, so. But, yeah, no, just nah. anti-Cleveland guy. That's all good. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, hold my, I hold my breath when I drive through Pittsburgh. It's cool. I'm in Cleveland gross, so much man. that I can't hold my breath there or else I die, so. I can't say the same, but Cleveland treats me well. People are cool. Sports uh, teams suck. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you, we live here, you know. I mean, we live right. in this state, so yeah, a lot of people here are pretty cool, including the teams. <laughs> cool. Go Bucks! <laughs> there you go. So speaking of Bucks, Ohio State girls final let's, four. Let's get the score on that. Yeah, let's what's see the where girls we're at. doing? What's the where are we at? Doing? Where's this on ESPN? I'll bring it up here right quick. Forty-one. Okay, the Virginia Tech hit a three. As I said, we were up two. Now we're down one. Forty-two to forty-one. Second quarter. So right there in it, man. Minute thirty nine to go in, in the, the game. second quarter. Wow, second quarter. Yeah. They play four quarters. Oh, okay. Yep. I. That's so weird. Yeah, me. it is. And it's it shouldn't be weird. That's the way it should be. Right, honestly, but we're so used to the two halves. But yeah, the Buckeyes girls giving her hell trying to get a trip to the final four. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. First time in like since like sixty or some shit. It was a long time since Buckeye girls made it. So, a lot of talent on that squad. Looking to make a deep run here. But no, I I haven't been following them this year very much. But the last couple of games I've kind of tuned in, watched a little bit here and there, and mm -hmm. I mean I mean take this I don't know this. anything about any of the other teams, but I do know that obviously South Carolina is the team to beat in Absolutely, women's basketball yeah. every year for the last four years, pretty much. So whoever they can get through to get to that point, that's going to be the, tall, the toughest so, test for them. Funny as it is, uh, Maryland actually gave them hell tonight. Um, really? They were up 
Maryland was up 10 in the second quarter at one point, but South Carolina chipped away and ended up winning and covering a 14-point spread somehow. But, <laughs> but they gave them hell. So it shows they're vulnerable. Maybe yeah. one, maybe a different Big Ten school can take them down, you know? Hint, hint. But the Buckeyes beat UConn and North Carolina right. to make it to this Giant point. Slayer this far. And if they take out Virginia Tech, that's another one to the list. That's a 30-4 and four squad, man. Yeah. Big time. So, I mean, that's pretty much all I had to talk about here today. What about you guys? You guys had anything you want to say? I mean, you've got uh, – what day are we doing the podcast this week for you guys? I Wednesday mean, night show. Back to the OG back, day this week. Back, back to, to Wednesday. OG Wednesday night. It's going to go week-to-week basis. We all got hectic schedules. And, I mean, when cool sporting events pop up and we get an opportunity to do a live show at a bar, you know, for our weekly show, we'll do that. So just stay tuned week by week. This week, it's Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Eric? What's going on this week for Miles for Mutts? Um, uh, it's up in the air right now. Um, so I'm I'm not gonna say what the giveaway is gonna be this week yet. Um, but lots of really running. really cool stuff coming up. Uh, so pay attention. I'm not sure. Yeah, lots of running coming up. <laughs> actually, this week this week's my miles are actually down a little bit. I get I get a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. The, I'm in that portion of the training where I kind of peak to go back down a little I bit. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and, and, and then, and we'll like, then we'll be building up to peak week and that's when we'll have some, uh, pretty exciting stuff going on during okay. peak week. So, uh, um, I will say that we're going to have a, um, like a food and supply drive coming up. Mm-hmm. That, that's finally, we've been talking about it since uh, we started this fundraiser. Uh, that's going to be coming up. So stay tuned for details of that. But basically, I'm going to have a 13-mile run coming up, and we're going to take donations of dog food, old leashes, old collars, whatever, anything pet-related that you'd like to donate to the Humane Society. They need all that kind of stuff. So um, you tell us tell us what you got. I'm going to plan a 13-mile run around and come and picking that up. So that's, that's going to be pretty cool stuff coming up. So That's awesome. That's all we got coming. All right. So... <laughs> setting the tone so uh what about the dogs how are we doing on the dogs jog dogs uh i think you we've done four? eight now four out of the eight have been done, adopted right i want to say four or five uh there's still there's still I, there's at least four i know of that are still out there that haven't been adopted yet that i know if somebody goes and uh visits you know if somebody's interested in a dog and they go spend some time with one of these uh, one of the four that's still available that I've ran with alone, I know you'd be taking them home. I wanted to take a bunch home. There's a Pitts um, Mastiff mix. He's amazing. The sweetest dog ever. Like You just got to go visit him. You're going to want him. Um, there's another dog out there uh, that um, it's an, another pit mix. Uh, he's been out there. Uh, over a year now, he's their longest standing resident out there. Okay. Uh, someone has already paid his adoption fee. Just what? Need, you just need to go out there and fall in love with him, basically, and you just take him home. So That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, yeah, I saw a picture of a uh, pit husky mix that they had out there. It's not him, is it? No. Oh, okay. Nope. Yeah, I was... have not ran with that one yet. I think I saw that one. Yeah, he's got he the one cute. blue eye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that, he's a newer one that's in there right now. Um there's so many in there. They just got a whole bunch in, actually. Um, so, yeah, there's so many out there that need it. I think Fendi is the one that got his uh, donation fee already paid. So go out there and check some of these dogs out. 
Um, there's so many that just sweetheart dogs that I can't believe no one has taken home yet. Like I've spent a little bit of time with some of these and I can't believe I don't have six dogs right now. That's yeah. It's honestly surprised me to this point that you haven't adopted one. Yep. Yet. I've, there's two I've almost <laughs> taken already. So well, I'm sure by the end of this thing, we're probably going to end up at least one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> If I didn't take Mia home, I think I'm my, I have enough willpower because I right. really wanted Mia and she's gone. <laughs> Christy <laughs> says, "I want the Mastiff." He was. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, he's a big, he's a big old sweetheart. Awesome. Well, uh, I commend you, man. You're doing a great job with your fundraiser. Uh, and the training part of it, I mean, that's, I would never do anything like that. You're a madman. It's been, <laughs> it's been fun. Let's say uh, Papa Joe's over there at Soul Boutique's been saving my legs a lot. And the recovery drink that I got from Jose at Happy Days, uh, I slacked on, I started slacking on them as I've getting, been getting busy and getting into these long miles. And my legs were killing me. And I said, I even told her the other night, I got to get back to getting on this. Taking, taking my stuff I got from Amanda down at Seoul and keeping on this recovery drink, and my legs have been back back again. I'm good. Like, I'm not sore again. So that stuff is the real deal, man. Nice. That's awesome, man. Well, once again, I want to give a huge shout-out. Thank you to Jason and Sarah from Level Up for coming on with us tonight, coming on the program, doing a great job spreading the word about Level Up, what they do, but also – with the uh, extra donations and the matching donations, like that's really cool. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Big job, big big shout out to Jason uh, for the T Town DJ also uh, donating, matching the donations as well. Um, that's pretty much going to do it for us tonight. I ain't got nothing else. I, I mean, it's oh. after ten o'clock, yeah, so I'm ready to go. Packed a lot of stuff and packed a lot in those, that hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to give a uh, thank you to Christy for bringing me a delicious whiskey. Whiskey and uh, soda of some sort. It tastes delicious. Cherry Coke. Cherry Coke? Yeah. Very good. Also, as always, huge shout out and a thank you to the wizard, oh, yeah. Greg Kin, for keeping us live, making us look good. And uh, shout out to all of you for watching. I mean, come on. Yeah. Help us out. Share the video. Like, follow, subscribe, especially on YouTube if you're not already. Help us out. Once again, thanks for tuning in here on the Pulse Podcast. Have a good night, everybody.